I'm sorry, I'm ruining our podcast. <laughs> like we cannot afford whatever web of evil we have to dig out of for that. I was like, is this God or is someone trying to scam my grandma? Are you telling him to get down here or Vinny's going to be knocking on his door? <laughs> Sweet. Sorry. This is what I get from being sick in bed, but still wanting to hang out with you guys. It's a hat day. It's, it's a hat day. And then my grandma called me and she's like, it said you called me. And I was like, this is weird because I didn't call you. <laughs> like I went back and checked. She's like, could it have been a butt dial? And I was like, I'll check. So then I was like, my grandma is one of my favorite people. I was like, is this God or is someone trying to scam my grandma? <laughs> and that does like, happen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I was telling her, I was like, just be careful. And she's like, oh, well, I would hang up. I said, you would hang up if you thought I was crying and like needed money. I was like, please do. And then just call my phone number back. Like just yeah. don't yeah. ever send anyone money on my behalf, please. Especially if I ask for a green dot debit card. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's a, you have to go to HEB and it's a visa and they want you to read the number. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. I was not asking you for that. <laughs> Yeah. When I worked for the electric cooperative, we had problems with scammers that would call and pretend to be the co-op and say, you're past due, you need to pay your bill. But then they would tell them to go get one of those cards and pay it. I'm like, please don't, don't no. Do that. No, we don't. We don't ask you to pay your bill like that. I've been sure. hit really hard lately with Google business is calling you to, and I'm yes. like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm so tired of these stupid spammers in Facebook messenger. Your page oh. is about to be deleted. Last notice, termination notice. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're there's, not. I, there's two. It's wild. There's two pages I have that that happens to. I mean, probably a couple of times a day. Like it's hard for me to even go check the messages. I recently got one on my personal page or like my Hannah Mo page. Yeah like my personal business page. And I was like, please don't. Yeah. Please don't start here. I already have yeah. to manage you. Pretty much all of mine that I manage, get them. Actually, you know what? I probably just jinxed myself, knock on wood. My personal pages, I don't think get them. Like my personal business ones, but my clients pages do. And I'm always like, for the love of God, do not click that link. Yeah. Do not, like we cannot afford whatever web of evil we have to dig out of for that. You want me to call Brooke? Yeah, call her real quick. If she doesn't answer, then we'll just kick off and do this dang thing because okay. I know we're all busy today. Did you look at the list? I've been adding some things. No, I need to. I was going to do that. And then we're on a freaking boil water notice. Listen, uh, there's a man here in town. Actually, this is where I, I fell in love with Mike when I was like, I don't know, 12 years old, 13 years old, was on this man's pier. He's owned a couple of big businesses, but he owned the water company here in town, but we would always go fish on his pier. He'd let us fish on their pier because they had like the nice pier with all the lights and fancy. We recently sold the water company. We never had any issues. And we're so, and all of a sudden water boil, low pressure. Like we were like, okay, did this new company come in and just not know what they were doing? Or did he sell the perfect time? <laughs> He was yeah, like, I did. Yeah, I did. Or all those things that he just, all those things he just overlooked and wasn't a big deal 
turns out they are a big deal turns out it's it yeah oh. it was a bad investment for this new company okay we've only Let's had see. to do that a couple times well one we had to during that bad winter storm mm-hmm. we had to because we didn't have any water and thankfully i had filled up my big clawfoot tub yeah. so when i pulled water out of there i had to boil it but then like once they got the water system back up then you had to boil it for a certain amount of time like as it was like cycling through so, so I became very proficient in it and I don't yeah. like it they've done that here in town like when the if there's it's so weird because you would think at all times if water is flowing through these pipes they say if the pipes actually like lose pressure then you'll get like build up and all this mm-hmm. stuff happening um like because it gets it time to settle or whatever mm-hmm. and then it comes back through and then you have that period of time that you have to boil it the other thing I saw like when we were having the bad storms whenever that was a few days ago I saw something it was a girl in Texas and a guy from like a water filtration company or something told her to keep a like meat thermometer in like as you're dripping your water Mm -hmm. keep your meat thermometer in there and if your water goes below a certain temperature because like it's only going to be a certain temperature if it's in the ground like yeah. it's like 50 to 60 degrees or something like that if it went below then that was an indication that either you had a busted pipe or there was like ice accumulation in your lines and mm. then in that case then you had to boil because that meant there was sediment and like stuff in your line so it was um, catching yeah yeah i was like who would have thought who would yeah thought? I, I didn't know Let's just kick it off and we'll we'll patch Brooke in when she gets here. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Group Chat podcast. I'm Mary Kate. This I'm is Hannah, Hannah Mo. <laughs> We're waiting on some more people. That's fine. I wanted to kick off today by giving a shout out to our fourth listener. Yeah. Angie, we hear you. We see you. She sent us the funniest message. I think it was on Facebook, maybe. Yeah. That she had binge listened to us. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the algorithm just started serving her raccoon videos. I like that she was like, I identify with Hannah Mo. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is it. This is this is what's going to happen. People are going to listen and they're going to be like, I'm a Mary Kate and yeah. I'm a Hannah Mo. And I'm just like, I kind of love that. I love that she it. identified as you. I was like, perfect absolutely perfect and then she was just like how she said the algorithm kept serving her videos all I did was wrote back and said you're welcome Thank you face <laughs> like anything we can do to brighten your day like if we can wear off on you the algorithm and it makes you happy that's why we do this you're welcome you're welcome Angie our fourth listener we we're excited you. you're here I love yeah, it yeah we are excited you're here So let me just jump into from the algorithm. I'm going to go, okay, this one's not really like a huge discussion point, but it was just something that popped in my head. Decade distinctions. Let me tell you what I mean by that. I have deep thoughts when I'm in the bathtub or about to go to sleep. (laughs) This is like these random profound things happen. If someone said, Hannah, I want you to dress up like the 1950s or the 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s. You could do it. You could have a very distinct outfit or music or anything for just those 10-year decades. Yes. But flash forward, if somebody said, Hannah, I want you to dress like 2010 
No, absolutely not. Could I do that? Yeah. Or like, Hannah, I need you to dress like 2020. What? No, absolutely cannot do that. Why are we now in this like mashup boiling pot and we have no distinct decades like we used to? I mean, to be fair, (laughs) if you ask me to dress up like 2010, I mean, would I not wear the Abercrombie polo with like See, I feel like that's three, earlier on. I feel three, like ten. that's like 2000 to 2010. 2000 but like to, after oh, 2010, okay. I don't know what I would wear. Now, 2020, that's we could just all wear sweatpants because it was that's, COVID. I was going to say sweatpants. Yeah. So 2010, yeah, because I was in college around then. When I was at Texas State, guess what? I wore like, I had two pairs of these Victoria's Secret sweatpants that I probably wore every day with like a teeny bopper shirt that showed my midriff probably uggs a hoodie if it was cold but it's texas so it's never cold but then when i think about going to tarleton like i was always dressed but it was very like westerns yeah it'd be really hard it just would be and even now like the other day remember i was like i think i sent y'all a text i was like i said i wasn't gonna dress like a 90s mom and i'm dressed like i was wearing like this like this sweater i think a hat like a soft hat I was wearing mom jeans, like straight leg jeans, and then these like sneakers. And I was like, I'm dressed. Yeah. But it's a very distinct vibe. Or you could be like 80s. Like those are very, very distinct time periods. And I just feel like now we're in this like melting pot of just bleh. Have we just run out? Like, (laughs) I think so. Run out. I mean, leggings. When did leggings get popular? Because there was a long time I would not wear leggings because I was like, those aren't pants and that shows your butt and absolutely not. And now I'm obviously everybody somewhere after 2010, like the leggings with the tall boots and the mm-hmm. oversized sweater. Sweaters that covered your yeah, like had I can cover, see whatever that. I was wearing had to cover my butt because yeah, I just don't think we're creative anymore. So I don't know. I, that was just a thought that came to my head while I was in the bubble bath. So that's you're curious. I wonder if we get to the next, the net at 2030, if we'll be able to look back and be like, oh, 2010, or if it just will still be like, eh. I don't know. Well, and then it makes you wonder, can... like in the 1940s, were they looking back and be like, oh, those flappers in the roaring 20s? Or did it take a hundred years and then they looked back and they're like, oh yeah, there was some distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe it just, it evolves like as we're going. And so there's not like a distinct, I don't know. So something I thought about the other day, cause you know, we have a bunch of high school girls that work at the, at the t-shirt shop. I feel like there was, when I was in school, poofy prom dresses were a thing. Like you wore mm-hmm. a poofy, like a Cinderella. Like a quinceanera dress. Yes. Like you did not, nobody, I bet I could go back. To, well, I don't know if I sold my yearbooks. I bet nobody wore like a body hugging dress and now everything is body fitting. And some, a lot of them are short too. Mm-hmm. Also these little turds get to wear <laughs> tennis shoes <laughs> with their cute dresses. And I'm like, I never. Yeah. I we were standing in heels. We were in four inch heels trying to get into the bar with a spaghetti strap shirt in the dead of winter and our express jeans. So you could wear cute sneakers and a cute dress. Okay. Well, speaking of transition in trends, I sent you guys this about the mob wife era and these TikToks are hysterical because it's like, we are no longer in the clean girl era, which means slick back buns, black puffy jackets, Starbucks, Stanley Cups. No, that's out. We're now in our mob wife era, which is like big hair, 
bright red lips, smoky eyes, animal print, furs. Like we are in this, not just the style, but there was one that took it as a perspective of your personality. Like you do not take no for an answer. You go after what you want. Like it was so funny. This one girl was like hyping her up and she's like, she (laughs) was trying to call her landlord because she had a leak or something. And she's like, well, maybe you could come by. And the mob wife comes in. She goes, no, you don't take no for an answer. You tell him to get down here or Vinny's going to be knocking on his door. (laughs) (laughs) I follow this um, girl that does the news. She goes, um, I think it's, she always starts at the news translated for Gen Z. And I really like her. And she's definitely from the North because she's got a little bit of an accent. But the mob wife thing came up and she was like this, like I have been that, like she's always had like the big, like wavy hair. She's always kind of had like a dark lipstick. She has that little bit of an accent. Uh, she always has a gold chain or something, you know, like her nails are always done. I was like, this is, this is you. That's, I feel the same thing with the, the trend right now. That's, uh, they're calling it, I guess, old money Brown, like old money brunette. Yes. Hair. Yes. I'm like, this fits right in with the mob wife thing yeah I like I the mob it. wife aesthetic because it's like you're worried about your family like you're super loyal to your people like I'm I'm all about this I'm all about it too because I, I love animal print and I love big hair you probably eat great food you drink good wine yeah. you hang out with people you like like no new friends <laughs> no new friends it sounds like I don't know I think I could be on board I think you already are a a mob wife. Um, No. Okay. Speaking of that, when I first got married, so yes, Joseph's family is pretty well known in this area. I had a coworker one time. He said, so I hear you're married into the Polk County mafia. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? He's like, you're going to be a mob wife. And I was like, I don't. I don't understand. I don't no, understand. at all. If anybody knows my husband's family, we are not the mafia. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, I mean, maybe that was, maybe he was predicting the future that I was just going to make, go into my mob wife era. Their family, like in my hometown, their families that you know. I never thought we were one of those families. Like, I'm like, I'm friends with those families. Like, I'm pretty sure we're one of those families. Like, yes. the other day it was like, oh, you messed with the Millers which is my maiden name, but it was yeah. like, oh, don't, like, it was like a joke. Like someone was like, oh, don't mess with the Millers. And I was like, oh man. All right. Great. So what you're saying is mob wife is in your blood and this is your new era and you're just going to, it's going to be a natural transition. Look what I have to fix today. I saw what happened to your, elf. I'm not um, doing, I've learned from y'all. I'm not freaking doing that. I'm so not listen, doing This is elf. not the true elf on the shelf. So my okay. daughter's obsessed with our elf on the shelf. So I bought her her own play elf for uh, her to do. Yeah, because they elf can't on the touch shelf. it, right? Yeah, they can't touch our elf. Yeah. But this is for her just to play with. And she moves it around the house and does like what she would do if she was, I don't know. Oh. So they were playing in my husband's truck and there was an accident. Oh, no. And then I forgot about it. And so Joseph comes in this morning. He's like, please, for the love, fix this elf. So I have to sew that today. Let's move right along here. Okay, here's another thing that I came across while we're in the algorithm. Have you heard about Ballerina Farms and the controversy that they are, the backlash they are facing? So I need to know this because somebody posted something or was like, this is my Ballerina Farm. And I didn't even think about it. I was just like, I don't know what that means. And I just kept scrolling, assuming that 
I'll find out. The algorithm should tell me, but I guess I'm about to find out right now. Okay, so they are, it's this couple, and they are getting so much heat from the internet for okay. two different reasons, okay? I've just, there might be more, but I've found two. One, on one flip side, apparently they're a rather wealthy couple, and okay. people are coming at them for cosplaying as poor people. Oh, Almost like very Marie Antoinette, uh, Queen's Hamlet vibes of like, they have this farm and they are like homesteaders. And like on one aspect, you could say, oh, that's awesome. They're growing their own food and teaching their kids where their, their food comes from. And she's making bread from scratch and, you know, all that stuff. But people see it as them cosplaying as poor people. So they are getting a beating for that. Okay. But then on the other side, what they're, what's happening is the mom just gave birth to like her eighth child in her bathtub and 10 days later is competing at the Mrs. America pageant. People are oh, not man. happy okay. <laughs> because they're just her? like, no, not the at-home birth, but just that that's like such an unrealistic, people are saying that that is such an unrealistic thing to expect women that they can just pop a baby out and like go compete in a beauty pageant 10 days later. I agree. So she's getting a lot of heat from that. But then I saw somebody come back and say, have we gotten too real, real with our lives? If this is her reality, we should just encourage her and support her in her journey. But they are, they are getting some heat from all directions. So my, I guess I'll go have to look, but like, are they pretending like... I get having money and then being like, oh, we're going to homestead. We're going to choose this life. Like we're going to make our own food. We're going to grow. But like, are they pretending to be poor or are they just choosing to be homesteaders? I don't know. See, I can't figure out the distinction. Because I feel like a lot of people, if they could make enough money to like sell all their stuff and know that they had enough money in the bank to like homestead and like just survive for their, I feel like a lot of people would choose. I, I say a lot, probably less than I think. But a lot of people would choose to do that. Like I would, okay, I can put all this money over here. And then like literally what I have to worry about every day is like eating, growing food and keeping my house warm. Yeah. Taking care of farm animals. Like, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't know anything about it because obviously there must be more to it if there's all these people upset about it. The baby thing, I mean, if you're on your eight, I guess you probably know what you're capable of, but the first full month after having read, I don't, I didn't leave the house for a month. I, <laughs> Let me that. I think I left the house, but I never drove myself. I didn't drive my car for a month after having read. I didn't drive. Well, I couldn't, but I mean, I left the hospital three or four days later in Joseph's sweatpants. I couldn't even get shoes on. Nothing fits. I couldn't even hardly walk. I couldn't drive for like at least two or three weeks. And then like, once I was cleared to drive, I couldn't go anywhere because I couldn't lift the kids in the carrier into the vehicle. Yeah. So I was like, I was literally stuck for weeks and weeks and weeks, could not do anything. So, I mean, I can kind of see points from all directions, but again, like the aspect of that's her journey. And if that's her reality for her, I don't think any of us has any room to. Yeah. If she's going to come back and be upset about it later then maybe we can say hey maybe that wasn't the best your best choice but like if she's just trying to share her story life is wild you know the internet is a wild wild place (laughs) hey look who's here 
She looks like she's had a day. Can you hear me? We can hear you. That's fantastic. I caught the stomach bug. Again? Again. But I am in bed, but I did get my new mic. I promised you I got. Does my audio sound better? Yes. Yes. Nice. What I miss. I wanted to hang out with you guys. We've talked about everything. Decades and how different decades dress and if we uh what would be the 2010 ripped jeans. Ooh. I we said gave out, we gave a shout out to our fourth listener, Angie. Yeah. Yeah, raccoons. <laughs> I showed that screenshot to Damon and he said, I don't get it. And I said, Well, obviously <laughs> you're not our fifth listener. Yeah. I just think that people are picking people to like picking one of us to identify with. Like, oh, I'm a I'm a Hannah Mo or I'm a Mary Kate. <laughs> like, I want to be a Hannah Mo. Like, if I could choose, that's what I would choose. You get tacos for breakfast every day in Texas. I did get. I would like to be a Hannah Mo. Brooke, you are really giving off that podcast episode where that one girl who just became famous out of nowhere interviewed Drake in his bed. Oh, oh, oh. I need to talk like this. So what do you do for a living? I don't think I've seen that podcast. Unemotional. You should go find it. And that was like a big conspiracy theory too because they're like, where did this girl come from? I'd watched her on Instagram or TikTok for a long time before that Drake interview because she has two TikTok accounts and it was very confusing to me because I didn't realize there were two because she's one where she's just like a normal human and the other one it's like a parody she's a character and I thought the character was actually her it's just who she like Pee Wee Herman you know (laughs) yeah is Pee Wee Herman really like that or no hi Mike Mike just got back from hunting he gets the award for most podcast bombs it's because I don't have an office, guys. It's Hey, your vest is cute. Hey, where did it come from? Is that from the Broken Bow Exchange? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we took clothes to that. Oh, I have a whole pile of clothes I'm for you. I'm so glad that we relatively are, like, we can do that. So I, one of my friends here, she posted, she had a post on Facebook last night. And I laughed so hard because she posted this pair of boots that she wanted to sell and the reason two things that are funny she wanted to sell them because she realized she had the exact same pair already (laughs) and then the other thing is she is a size five and a half so of course I run to the comments and I'm like why are your feet so small that's like half of your feet yes exactly it literally is so I was like where are my nine girls where are my size nine girls because I would, I would like to swap shoes with you. Did you <laughs> accidentally buy too many pairs? I, I would love that. No. Well, you remember I worked at the shoe store in college, and I will tell you that the most average size eight is the one that goes the fastest. You nine girlies get a little longer to shop. See, my I have like seven and a half, eight. Did my, yours grow while you were pregnant? They did. Yeah, they were up at like. Yeah, because I feel like I was like a seven, seven and a half, and now I'm like a seven and a half, eight. And when I was pregnant, I was definitely like an eight and a half, nine. But did they uh, go back down, or you still have bigger feet than they've come down feet? a little bit? Yeah, just I think in general and weight loss. But my sister and my mom are like size 
10, 10 and a half. So I never had to worry about them stealing shoes or borrowing shoes or whatever. And then I got a sister-in-law who's the same size as me and like asked to borrow shoes all the time. And then I have to be like, where is that pair of black heels? And I'm like, they're across the street. I have to go across the street and get them. Sister-in-law, if you're listening, she wants her shoes back. <laughs> I think right now I might have maybe all back. Guys, the video vibe I'm giving off right now is like kidnapped person. <laughs> then what's so, that? It looks like there's like a scrape on the wall behind you. Like you're in some yeah, random cell. It does. I've been abducted. You guys talked about this on the podcast. I, w- I had to leave early about how I intentionally try to make my house cooler. Well, when I moved into this house in 2018, I got a really cheap headboard off of Wayfair. I want to redo my bedroom. And I picked out this incredible green color, but part of that was like taking down the headboard and I unscrewed it from like the bed, but it just like laid up against this. And the toddler decided that to like, she destroyed the wall is what I'm saying. Looks spicy. It's not. I was going to say, <laughs> I was hoping for a spicier anecdote, but whatever. No. So anyway, I'm just living like a bachelor right now. No headboard mismatch bedding it's fine I'm just trying to decide my Pinterest boards are lit though like I think I'm going with like a moody green something we've talked about this and I told you to go big or go home where I'm stuck is the bed I can't kind of like super moody wallpaper against that wall the one you sent me Brooke Damon or Damien make the, the natural wood yeah, I think so too. Um, the wallpaper, I think, is a yeah. no because Damon took when we redid this house, I convinced him to retexture every single wall in this house. And he, I think, still despises me because of that choice. It does look better. It's no longer popcorn walls. But for me to put wallpaper over that, probably not. You do like the peel and no way. it comes off. It comes off. Uh, Mary Kate, it took her like nine years to do her dining room. She oh put down gosh. like weird TikTok tape. Okay, that was brilliant. But yes, it took forever. I laid down a grid of painter's tape. And then on top of that is double-sided carpet tape. And then I was able to put wallpaper on top. Let me tell you, not an easy feat because dry wallpaper does not bend and mm. flex. And it was like thicker, nicer wallpaper. Yeah. I was actually like, I'm going to, it's just my dining room. So I'll spend a little bit more. Follow me for more tips. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> well, now don't they make paint too that, that can go over wallpaper? Like if you have bad wallpaper, instead of having to peel it all off, they've made paint that like infiltrates the. I'm going to be honest. This feels exactly like what happened in the fifties where they're like, listen, you don't even have to remove that beautiful hardwood floor. Just put that linoleum straight on top of it. No one will ever know otherwise, especially not three generations from now. But we're so thankful that they didn't rip those out because then we can go back and they're still there. Refinishing them. True that. So we also talked about mob wife era. I think we're in our mob wife. Those are not my vibes, but I love it. It feels like NFL wife. Like I'm just going to wear, it was the chief's wife, the owner's wife, like showed up in like full fur to that coldest NFL game in history. I love like it. You killed all of the Dalmatians for that. <laughs> My childhood dog was a Dalmatian. Thanks for that. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was. We had a Dalmatian when I was growing up. What was his name? <laughs> Her name was Chip. Lady Chip of Doskabasis. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This kind of checks out because I've met your mom and like the dog and your mom would both be like super high strung. 
I bet they got along really well. Like your your mom is just like happy and giddy and like cheerful and chippy all the time. I was here for the like the the loyalty, the comfy vibes, mob wife. But you just said fur, and that made me think. There's a big picture of Chloe Kardashian and like a big fur, and it's like yeah. it was like is Chloe Kardashian trying to be canceled? And I'm like, listen here, listen here. If you eat the meat, this is sustainability. Fur coats are sustainable. We are using all parts of the animal and making sure none of them go to waste. And weirdly, like two or three of my girlfriends have recently gotten fur coats. One of our friends, her husband just went, got this like fancy hunting trip in Alaska. It was like a last minute thing. And so he went, took it, and was gone for like two weeks. He brought her fur coat home. Very good. So I have a fur shawl. Shawl? Shawl? How do you always say that? Someone. Shawl. 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 I, so it was for our wedding, which is almost our five-year anniversary we got married in big sky montana and a snow blizzard was like negative five degrees it was not it was beautiful but it was cold but i had purchased a leather shawl from etsy because there's this etsy shop i found where in miami florida because all these snowbirds and golden girls were moving south and then they needed to like get rid of all their northern stuff and so they had all these authentic hundred year old furs it's dope I should wear it to the next I podcast have one recording. that I got from Joseph's grandfather's second wife. It is a mink or fur vest and it's blonde. Ooh. Like you. Uh-huh. Wait, I'm terrified to wear it. Which one is the lineage? Which one's his grandma? The first wife or the second wife? His grandma is the first wife. So the second, I got the second wife's. She was into the minks and furs. That's awesome. So it's hanging in my closet. I've never worn it. I feel like I need a situation to wear it. What if we have a fancy podcast recording where our furs and our fancy things, all of it It doesn't actually have to match. Just put on all the fancy things you have. And so that way potential house robbers can just like in one one swoop (laughs) of watching our podcasts on YouTube, they can see, all right, that's all the fancy stuff in their house. Or we could just have a mob wife episode where we do the big hair and the leopard print and the furs and the okay am i on or off base that mob wife is like new jersey wife is that the same thing it's kind of the same i think they have a little bit of an accent yeah we were talking about that there's a girl i was telling her there's a girl i follow that does the news translated for gen z but the whole mob wife is that she was like i'm here for it and then i just looked it up i sent y'all one but there's another one if you go further like into her new ones where she's like She's got the old money brunette hair, the red lips, like the gold chain, like just all of it. Just all of it. Are you talking about Taylor Swift? <laughs> Maybe. That is her vibe. That is her aesthetic. Maybe it's that's that... her era is mob wife. Mob wife. She's leaning in. I mean, with what Travis Kelsey wears on his I office. I enjoy his fashion. I'm, I, I mean, know. I'm not going to wear it and I don't think Damon's going to wear it. But do you know what I love? I love that he finds smaller, lesser known creators, artists. And he wears those threads and gives them like an up. I oh, I didn't cool. know that's what he did. I laughed the other day because there was a picture of, there was like three guys and then Jason Kelsey was back here. Oh, and his flip-flops and his sweatpants. <laughs> but like his, one guy's his, dressed in his a gifted suit. Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah, so one guy's dressed in a suit. The next guy's dressed in like, still like Gucci, like a Gucci outfit. And then there's him with his like sweatpants, his flip-flops and his Louis vest. <laughs> 
don't you think his sweatpants are from like Costco? Oh, for sure. For sure. Honestly, like his when... wife seems very much that's like, listen, I got these on sale. They're on a table. They were $32. <laughs> also, okay, but here's the thing I thought about. He's retiring. And I was like, what is he going to do? What is he going to do for Jason money? Or... Oh, they're going to do the podcast. But then I was like, what's he going to do for money? Are they going to be okay? They have like three babies. And then I saw a related headline. It's like career earnings, 84 million. And I was like, oh, they're fine. The minimum, I, I looked it up the other day, the minimum NFL player makes like a couple, like even if you're on red shirt NFL, like the minimum payments is still a couple million dollars. If you just make it onto the team. Did you guys know that about two months after Elsie was born? When I was in the height of chaos, someone stole my identity and I, between chemo naps, would have to be on the phone with people and be like, hi, someone open an account in my name. Please close it. I did not authorize that. Please show me a copy of the signature because I promise it's not mine. I spent like days doing that. And I was like, I bet someone saw my viral post about being sick with cancer. And they were like, that girl, let's target her. I know, but I was Johnny on the spot. I use whatever that app that like Credit Karma or whatever. It's not super accurate, but it like manages all your things. That's how I knew that someone had opened a Target account. And so when I called Target, they're like, it's not even officially open. I was like, shut it down. Okay. How about this? Books we're reading. Is anybody reading a really great book? Yes. Tell me about it. I think you told me about it yesterday, but I want to hear it. I'm listening to lessons in chemistry to our five listeners super into it. I like that it's an audiobook. I listened to it while I was driving yesterday, which was I was entertained. I enjoy that it's set in the 1950s. I enjoy that it is I enjoy the type of feminist book that it is. It's not it's like subtle low key. It's just like how I I, I anticipate or expect that any of us would have operated in the 50s been like, "Oh yeah, I could do that too. I could be a chemist. I could get my PhD." And then instead of complaining about it, just like doing the work and doing it. And I enjoy that part of it. But I just got to the part where she's getting her cooking show. It hasn't happened yet. So, so far I like it. I'm listening to a book and it is not what I thought it was going to be. Someone I follow was like, oh, I listened to this. It was cute. That is not the word that I would use to describe this book. It's called Butcher and Blackbird and it's about serial killers who kill serial killers but then it's also spicy more spicy than I like my books and now I'm but I need to know how it ends so like I had the other day I was listening to it in the car it's what I turned it off before I picked my kid up and put my kid in my car like I was like you don't need to hear this and he doesn't even understand what all these words mean so but lessons in chemistry is on my list I have it as a physical book but it's free on Spotify right now. So I've thought about just listening to it. Did did y'all read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? Yes, I did. did you like it? Yes and so no. Views. Okay. Okay, yes and no. I, it took, and I think I did part of it on audiobook. It took a long time. I felt like it was like, kind of like, okay, can we just get this over with? I feel like we're talking about the same thing. I'm not really into the, trope that it portrays the whole time because they say that it's loosely based on real people like a real so the whole time I'm like side googling trying to figure out who this was I was like is this Elizabeth Taylor who like who is this 
celebrity that they're talking about. So I did like it, but then, and I like obviously got through it. Um, but there were things about it that I was like, uh, so okay. I think I it's worth it. a read. It's worth Is a read it? if you don't have anything else, but it wouldn't be like a top priority one. I've been trying to listen to stuff. Like I've gotten into, I'm either listening to like personal development or like thriller suspense books. I'm trying to listen to things that are more happy. I listened to Legends and Lattes, which was really like light and cute and fantasy. And he just came out with another one, that same guy. And so I might listen to that. I have next up on my list is none of this is true to listen to. Um, but that's again, a suspense, suspense. Brooke, have you? I love you guys. I got to get off here. I'm going to get sick again. Oh, okay, right. bye. I love you. Poor Brooke. <laughs> I was like, please don't do it on the camera. <laughs> We'll have to edit that one out. Still connected to audio. <laughs> Let me just mute her. Oh, no. <laughs> I am definitely leaving that in. <laughs> it's, I'm like, it's shut, but it's still connected to audio. My yeah, we still have the audio. I came across an author and I read a book. I was obsessed with it. And now I'm just started another book from her but I'm kind of like I'm not like quite as hooked as I was so then I think that's always the fear that you're just gonna you're not gonna love another book as much as that one but the one that I loved was The Secret Life of Violet Grant oh, oh. my gosh I loved it it was like Great Gatsby meets Breakfast at Tiffany's it's two women that they follow both their journeys it starts off with one woman in 1960s Manhattan and like her path of being a debutante who wants to make her own way at this magazine. And she comes across a suitcase that belonged to an unknown great aunt. And so then it follows her story and she's in the early 1900s. She's also a debutante that runs away to Europe to be a scientist and the crux of the story is she ran away to Europe to be a scientist, fell in love with her professor, ran off with a lover, murdered the husband. So the girl in the 1960s is trying to figure this out and like why she was just excommunicated from the family. And the girl in the 1960s is so cheeky and has such a great personality. I love that it's back in the early 1900s and 1960s. I love period pieces like that so I'm obsessed I loved it so much so now Did I'm you... reading the summer wives okay. by the same author is it I think it's Beatrice Williams I think is her name and I just started it I'm only like one chapter in and I'm hoping that I'm gonna love it just as much but we'll Did see. you read or listen to the secret life of um or the invisible life of Addie LaRue no that one's really good it is very beautifully written some people made that there are people out there that were like, oh, it took forever to tell the story. But I think that how beautifully it was written was why it took so long. to Like, I really enjoyed it. But I when people were like, oh, this is because I thought it was one of the best books I've read in a very long. Actually, I listened to it and then I bought it so I could have it to read. I bet you would like that because it is set. It's a kind of a period piece, but it moves through time blanks and it will give some of the story away but it was really it was a good book butcher and blackbird not gonna wreck it like if someone reads it because they watch this i didn't recommend it to you i didn't i didn't i didn't 
<laughs> did not. I love it. Love it. Love it. So, all right. The last thing I have on the list, and then we all got to get back to our lives today. Accidental lip flip with the mouth taping. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about the mouth taping in the last podcast, but I didn't put two and two together until, and I was like, yeah, I think it's great. Like, I, I think I feel okay. Until I was like really looking at my smile one day and I was like, I feel like I look different. What is going on? Okay. So apparently mouth taping gave me an accidental lip flip. <laughs> so before when I would smile, I had like a really gummy smile Yeah, and it would just, it would almost come up on the sides. Mm-hmm. And with the mouth taping, I basically have the same end result as girls that get the lip flip with Botox. Where I yeah, so I've had a, lip of a flip. gummy smile. Yeah, because what it does is they shoot it right up here mm-hmm. um, in your little crease. And what Botox does, and I don't think a lot of, a lot of people think it's like, oh, it's filler. It's, no, Botox relaxes your muscles. Like you can get filler, but Botox isn't a filler. Botox or Juvederm or whatever, it's a neurotoxin. And the neurotoxin, that's why people get it in the back of their head for migraines. Mm-hmm. But it loosens up which I, she had, I have a really great nurse practitioner that does mine, which I haven't had one in a long time, but it loosens up these muscles. So your then your lip naturally, it flips up just a little bit, but it relaxes and it, you see the big difference. And yeah, when you smile, that's what I, I go back and forth. I'll do like a lip flip one year or like eight months. And then the next time I'll do some lip filler. And then like, it's all gone. Like if anyone's watching this, like I have, there's like no upper lip. I think you okay. need to do the mouth taping because I do feel like I have a little bit fuller upper lip and I can use a straw so I don't have the yeah. <laughs> side effects of like not being able to, you know, suck through a straw. But I was like looking at myself and I'm like, I look different. So like, look, yeah, normally it just like way up. Like there. I sent you guys those pictures mm-hmm. and that was not even a month ago. Okay. I'm going, I say this every week. I'm like, I'm going, I'm just going to get the tape and I'm going to set it next to my bed so that I have to do it. That's well, that's where mine is. It's right by the bed. So I can just grab it really quick. And I just barely push up my upper lip just a little bit and tape it. I will say, I think it does do something with your sleep because I have been having the craziest dreams, like very deep, deep sleep dreams. Yeah. So I don't know if that I don't know. I don't know. Well, because you know, I read the book. I was listening to the book, Breath, which is where the mouth taping phenomenon came from. And what the guys did, there's two research, well, an author and a researcher where they literally plugged their nose for, I can't remember how many weeks. And they were like at Stanford, they were having all these tests done. They're keeping their, so they only mouth breathed for the first like half of the book basically is talking about their mouth breathing and like mm-hmm. they're still exercising they're still eating like and then the second half is like when they actually they're specifically breathing through their nose and not their mouth it's very interesting i'm curious to see what mouth taping will do for my face <laughs> i need to do the mouth taping oh well that's the only thing i've really noticed i think maybe i am sleeping deeper and my lip flip but like, I haven't noticed anything, maybe like a little more, but I've been doing my gua sha so much. Yeah. I haven't really noticed. I don't know. But those are the two things that I was like, oh, because I had thought about doing a lip flip, but then I was like, I don't want to be like hanging out my mouth. You know, I don't want the effects of that. Around. Just so you know, I, that didn't happen to me. My lip was like numb for a day. I don't want that. I don't want it. Fine. 
So then I was like, oh, look, score. I get the benefits of it, but I don't have to be, you know. Meanwhile, I'm over here like it would save me money. Like it would. Mm -hmm. The other day, my esthetician was like, hey, Donna is going to be in. Who's the lady? Who's the nurse practitioner that does the. And I was like, girl, I got to I'm trying to save money this year. And you're too expensive. Well, I'm get you a whatever seven dollar pack of mouth tape. I'm going to get the mouth tape and I'm going to put it next to my bed. At least do that. At least do that. I'm still probably going to get the Botox for my 11 lines between my eyes because those get really bad. But I've been doing, so I kind of still do the frownies, but I came across like one of the face yoga ladies and they were showing like how to massage that area and get the blood flow when I'm doing like my gua sha. And I feel like I've seen some pretty good results with that. So I was like, well... Maybe I can just, you know, I'm already doing that. And that's one less thing to put on my face because I break out so bad right there. I'm like, I'm sure the frownies aren't helping. Here we are. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm over here. Like I've just gotten to a point where I actually do my face wash and lotion and creams every night. And then I'm sitting here going, okay, can I add facial massage and gusha and like my, or, or do I just, am I fine with just looking older speaking of looking older these high schoolers man you don't substitute at the high school but we had the high school the local high school served lunch yesterday at that economic development summit and i was just like they look so much older than the kids i went to high school with their perfect makeup perfect little outfits i mean they these these girls had on their 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 chef out their chef attire i guess because it was the culinary department uh and what the what they served they served two kinds of pasta like a bolognese and i don't know what the other one was both of them fan freaking tastic like better than a lot of catered meals i've had at events like that and i was like our foods class was definitely not doing that <laughs> we were oh, rolling like, tortillas and making like cinnamon i don't know what we were making <laughs> it definitely was not that it was oh my good gosh. and the the floral department hold on, i'm going to show you this and then we can be done the floral department did the centerpieces and i got to bring Ooh. one home look how cute these are Ooh, that is cute they, they did have good. like this and all kinds of like so the kids at the high school where our kids go what they do for valentine's day instead of like having deliveries from all over they send out a form and you like, if you want to send your kids flowers or somebody wants to send somebody else flowers on Valentine's day, you have a selection of what you can do. You fill it out. And then that the horticulture class does it all and delivers it. So they won't accept any outside deliveries on Valentine's day. And then it's like a fundraising thing for those kids. They're managing all the orders and like doing all that. So I think that's awesome. We did that in high school for, um, like student council. We didn't have any ag programs um, when I was in school because we're such a small tourist-based community. Um, like we didn't even have an FFA. They have at our school now, they have a floral design class. They have the culinary program. They have a maritime program that teaches kids nice. how to like be ship captains basically. And then they're re-implementing the welding program. So I'm excited to see some of the more like career tech stuff Although I'm still not convinced that public I that public school is not a big sham, but that's a personal opinion. But I am glad to see that they're it feels like it's trending the correct way, if that makes yeah. sense. Like 
it's trending towards okay we're getting kids other opportunities than just trying to send them to college like we're prepping these kids to start their own business or go to a technical program or even leave high school with a lot of the technical program already done that makes me happy yeah because college isn't for everybody no and it shouldn't be okay friends i'm glad neither one of us had to leave to run to (laughs) to the bathroom to our four listeners, thanks for joining us. Yes. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. We love you. We appreciate you. Send us those messages because we may shout out to you on our next episode. Send us questions. a funny story, questions, anything you want us to try out, talk about. We're yeah. here and we love it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you next time. I know you're not because I know how hard it is to get you assholes on the phone. Yes. <laughs> like that is false. Your Google business is not calling me. I'll move to my real desk and not be sick next time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a what the. One day we'll all have our stuff together. It'll be great. One day. But that's what makes us us. We are just a, we're so ridiculous on so many levels, but yet here we are and people hey, like us. We're doing it. And lots of people aren't doing it because they're worried about stuff like this. And it, you know what? You just work through it. It's real. It's authentic. It's relatable. That's all I got. Okay.